Hello and welcome to the Alpha Weibchen podcast. This is for people who want more out of life. If you're interested in experience that helps you empower yourself and enhance your life and the world around you, this is the show for you. I'm Peggy and I'm Jamie and, and we're, we're Alpha Weibchen. Welcome back to the Alpha Weibchen podcast. I'm really excited to be here today. Uh, so am I. And, you know, we've had a bit of a break. Actually, it was a little bit of a longer break than expected. Yeah, we were supposed to come back in August. And, so. you know, but life happens and you all go through that as well. So we're back now with the first episode of season two. And it is a great moment to start again because we've used the time away to do some things that have really helped us focus in on the core nature of this podcast. And really what we're here is to help you build self-empowerment. Yeah, it's a big topic, self-empowerment. And um, the nice thing is that we spent so much time together in Spain, actually, and we had some nice projects that we were working on. Um, remember the one, the big one? Well, well, the big <laughs> one. And then there were a lot of small projects that we also did individually. And I have to say, That's one of the things that I personally find super empowering is to try new things. And even in a pandemic world, which, you know, we're still living in, there are so many opportunities to experience life in different ways and to, to learn new things and different things that change your perspective and really help you continue to grow. And I used to think that all that learning comes from traveling, but we haven't been able to travel. And so you just find new outlets or new inputs, if you will to generate those things. And so any any big things that you did besides our joint projects, Peggy? Well, actually, yeah, I kind of, I spent almost three and a half months in Spain. So that was one thing. I went there all by myself. That was a big project. Which some of you will recognize. That sounds familiar. Peggy, many years ago, went all by herself halfway around the world. Now all by herself, she moved off to Spain for a few months. Yeah, and this time I didn't take a plane. I just took the car. <laughs> Yeah, and that was uh, that was a big a, a big thing because I was, as I said, I was all by myself, uh, working on new projects as well, and also of course getting out of my comfort zone because if you start new in a pandemic time, um, going to a different place where you don't know anybody, that was something um, that was a, a very different experience. Yeah, for sure. And I have to say, as I think back, one of one of the things that brought me a whole new perspective on a certain partnership in my life was gardening. And this was kind of a weird thing because in our house in, in Mallorca, in the early spring, my husband planted this vegetable garden. And I kind of laughed at him about it. Say, like, oh, you're going to start growing vegetables now. Well, then he went off to Germany, had to get an operation on his knee, which thankfully all went really well. But I was alone in Spain and had to then care for this vegetable garden. <laughs> um, not something I pictured myself doing. But one of the things that was very funny is tomato plants. Yeah, nice <laughs> tomato plants. <laughs> and, and I love tomatoes, right? I mean, especially homegrown tomatoes straight off the tomato plant. They taste totally different than what you buy in the supermarket. And so I started to care for these tomato plants. And at one point I took a picture and I sent it to my husband. I said, something's out of control here because it looks like <laughs> a jungle, not a garden. <laughs> and so he says, well, yeah, because you have to cut some of those branches off. 
And I was like, what are you talking about? And so I started Googling it and YouTubing. And sure enough, there's there's a term for these branches that tomato plants like to grow. And in German, it's called Geiztriebe. And these... What? Yeah. <laughs> and in, in English, it, it, literal, literal translation would be stingy branch or sprout. Mm-hmm. And there are these certain branches that tomato plants grow, but they never produce any fruit. And they take resources away from the plant. And so yeah. you're actually supposed to cut these off. And so once I learned that, I was like, oh, so you need to know which branches are useful and which ones aren't and get rid of the ones that aren't because they're consuming resources that never generate any outcome. And so I started doing this. And I remember being out in the, in the tomato garden one day, Peggy, and thinking of you. <laughs> yeah, I do remember. <laughs> and so I got back and I called Peggy up and I said, Peggy, so that I remember calling you up, Peggy, and I said, Peggy, I have news for you. You're a tomato plant. Thanks a lot, Jenny. <laughs> how, did I, how did I become a tomato plant? I mean, I took it as a compliment, of course, because that's my positive mindset, right? I always think, Absolutely. Oh, thank you very much. Absolutely. What does it mean? <laughs> what it means is that you are incredible at growing a million different branches, right? You're just overwhelmed with ideas. Every time I talk to you, you have eight new ideas of projects that we could be doing or things that you want to start or a new course you're going to take. And you're full of ideas. And this is something that's overwhelming to me because I'm not really an ideas person. I'm more of an execution person. It's like I get stuff done. Um, but then I thought about it and I thought, that is amazing Because you have this strength of all these tomato branches growing in every direction. And it's kind of my job to help you know which ones of those branches we're going to keep and which ones not. Yeah, you, you are cutting some of them. <laughs> you know, and this, this is what brings us back to the whole topic of self-empowerment. As part of self-empowerment is self-awareness. Exactly. And that means that you can be self-aware of all the ideas that you have or the ideas that you don't have. But the thing is that to recognize it and understand, and it's okay to have those crazy ideas or it's okay not to have any. That's the most important thing is just that you are aware of it. And if I, now you're saying that I'm the tomato branch person. Uh, thanks a lot for that, Jamie, by the way. But I have to say what I recognize from you. And that's something that's very amazing to me is that, well, you have these frames or boxes where you put things and they're always available. And I'm kind of jealous because I do have a lot of ideas, but then a lot of times, like you said, I have a million of them. A lot of them just never come to life because they seem to just take energy like the tomato branches. But you always, you are so, um, so structured. And when I ask you something, you always have an answer. And then you know how to do things in line. And just like, I feel like, hmm. Okay. <laughs> well, and, there's, and there's a literal representation for that, right, as well, is I actually literally have a huge box collection in my basement. <laughs> yep. <laughs> which we talked about that. <laughs> yeah, which one could say is a little bit weird. <laughs> and, and it kind of, it, it, it takes on a life of its own that, you know, I'll get a package or I'll go off and buy something and then I'll take it out of the box and it's like, oh, that's a nice box. That might come in handy someday. I might need that. And so these boxes pile up in all different sizes and colors and formats and it, until the basement becomes a place that you can't walk through anymore. And then it's like, okay, let's get rid of half of these. <laughs> But yeah, I would like to borrow some of your boxes because my problem is I never have a box. <laughs> 
exactly. And and that's the funny thing, right? Is I mean, we can make fun of tomato plants and box collections, but it really is about being aware of what are your care your character strengths. What innate strengths do you have? And Peggy's strength is ideas and creativity. And my strength is, you know, putting things into structures and, and making them meaningful and lasting. And being able to combine those is one of the reasons we like to work together so much. Yeah, exactly. That That's what helps so much that we get things together, like our detox program, right? So also there, it was you are the one that has all the scientific background and you have all the knowledge about the tomatoes, by the way, that go in there as well. <laughs> So, but but then you, you need all of the knowledge, you need to have the frame and the structure. And on the other hand, you have to have some ideas to even come up with that. So well, I never would have done a detox program because it wouldn't have occurred to me that I should. <laughs> well, and I thought detox would be nice, but I didn't know what really goes in it. <laughs> and so, you know, really understanding what are your strengths and being able to put those into use. And this is one of the key you know, ingredients of self-empowerment. And the more that you can find areas that you can work and live where you're utilizing your strength, the more likely you're going to get into the state of flow. And the state of flow is kind of that magic in the zone kind of a place where, you know, and I'll, you know, my example, when I'm working on something that I'm really into and you get into, you're in the zone and you literally can't stop. You're working so fast and so attentively and you're loving every minute of it. And, you know, you guys have all had that in your life that you've been working on something that has so consumed all of your attention. And then you get to a stopping point. And for me, I stop and I stand up and I do a little dance and say, you rock, you rock, you rock. <laughs> and that's what, when you can use your strengths, then that's how you end up feeling. And that for me is an illustration of empowerment. Exactly. Right. It's that feeling. It's that mindset. It's that inner feeling on how proud you are of yourself that you achieved something. Mm -hmm. That's the self-empowerment for so me as well. Mindset. That's kind of a key word. And I would say that's the second ingredient, Peggy, mm -hmm. for empowerment. Yeah, mindset. We're so, everybody's talking about mindset, right? There's so much information out there about it. But what is it really? And, and what, what does it do to us? How can we, how can we control it? And I think the most important thing is that we have these positive thoughts, right? We had a mm -hmm. podcast about that before. But the thing is, one thing is that we know where we are good at and that we acknowledge that and that we have our mind in a positive thinking. Absolutely. Of, yeah. Well, so. and, and recognizing as well when we're going into kind of that negative thinking patterns, because that comes very naturally to people to have these cognitive distortions where we see, we're seeing things in a negative light and being able to counteract that. And generate a positive mindset, you know, kind of the buzzword that everybody is using is growth mindset. And for me, the idea of a growth mindset is addressing new things, not with, let me put a positive, put it in a positive light. Instead of coming into contact with something new and thinking, I can't do that. The growth mindset thinking would be, I can't do that yet, but I can learn. Yep. And that's great because it comes back to our tomato branches in the box. It's okay to have lots of tomato branches like I do. And a lot of them, sometimes it's, you know, they're crazy ideas that may never come to life. But like you said, maybe not now. And it's okay to have these ideas, even if you're not able to put them into place right away, but maybe in the future. And the same, and that doesn't limit you so that you don't feel embarrassed to say something or to think of something that you would like to do. And the same if you have, 
that structure, it's great to have that structure and it's important that you acknowledge that and have the right mindset that it's good what you're doing. And yeah, and that positive mindset, and we talked about this in the episode with Paul last year too, is having that positive forward-looking mindset um, and really believing what fundamentally is true is that everyone is capable of more than you can imagine. Every one of you can do so much more than you think that you can. And, you know, we tend to want to seek out comfort because we think that it feels good. But really, if you want to grow, you know, comfort eventually turns into stagnation. Mm -hmm. And so having a mindset to say, okay, I'm going to enjoy this comfort. But then in order to empower myself, I'm going to go do something that I'm not ready to do. Right. And I when you say that, I'm thinking that, well, this whole thing about the comfort zone and getting out of your comfort zone, once isn't it that once we get out of the comfort zone and we've managed that what's scary and feels uncomfortable, that once we did it, it's very comfortable that we did it. So Well, and it's empowering, right? And it yes. makes us feel stronger and more in control and more capable, which is a key part of, of what empowerment is all about. Yeah. And then we have more comfort zones, right? Actually, well, the expanded comfort zone, your comfort zone becomes yes. bigger, right? Yeah. So, so that that's very important to to, yeah, to be brave enough to go out because, you know, once you did it, it and if you look back, you feel great, you feel awesome and much better. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. And then so, so that would maybe that's kind of the second big piece, right? So we talked about self-awareness and a big part of that is recognizing and utilizing strengths um, and then mindset. And the third one is really setting goals, yeah. right? So defining what is my goal? What's my vision? And where do I want to be? Yeah, exactly. So where do I want to be? I think that's a very big question. And sometimes it's okay if I say, well, I, I don't really know where I want to be. But at least to set some goals, even short term, set little goals. It doesn't have to be a huge goal, but to well, have small ones. And, and maybe you have both. And that would be great, right? If you define a big goal, this is where this is what I want my life to look like a year from now or five years from now. But only having that big goal can be overwhelming because you don't know how to action it. Yeah. And so setting smaller goals in between and, you know, what are the milestones along the way? What are the what are the little things I'm going to do to eventually, you know, I think about it in terms of mountains because that's what I do. If I always look at the summit of a mountain, it can be really demotivating because it is so far away. And so you have to know that you're going to first go up to base camp and then camp one and camp two and so on and focus on each of those in-between steps and getting there successfully. And then remembering to celebrate progress, not perfection. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you have that with the mountains. And while you're talking, I'm just thinking, I always had this thing that I don't feel so self-confident. So a lot of times I, I only feel confident in, in groups and I don't like to go places alone. We talked about that before. I hate to go in restaurants or um, cafes or so all by myself. And I set this goal for myself. I want to work on my self-confidence. So I took that opportunity when I was in Spain because I didn't know anybody. So I did actually get out of my comfort zone and I did go all by myself in a, in a restaurant. And at first it felt really kind of odd because you see all these couples or there are people with friends and you sit there and you think, gosh, I don't know anybody. <laughs> so, but then after a while it feels normal and it becomes your comfort zone. Then all of a sudden you feel good doing it. So do you feel good doing it because it becomes comfortable or do you feel good doing it because it was hard to do? Uh, it was hard to do and now it's comfortable. 
<laughs> is it comfortable now to <laughs> no, use? No, it's. Com- I know. I love it. Actually, okay. I do. Oh, that's At first, it was yeah. really terrible because mm-hmm. I felt, like I said, I felt so awkward and lonely. Mm-hmm. Um, well, not really lonely. This was more. It was kind of embarrassing, just mm-hmm. sitting there, and then I had this glass of wine, and I was just like not talking to anybody. I didn't want to look at my, you know, smartphone all the time. Mm-hmm. But then after you, after the th- second or third time, it felt very comfortable doing it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, and that's what I said before. I think it can become a new comfort zone which is a bigger one and then it's okay again and then mm-hmm. you find another one that you do the something yeah. uncomfortable but then it's it everything becomes more comfortable after you've done it so this would be kind of a hack for me right um right because we all have those days where you feel like you can't take positive action um and that's something that you you know i know this is going to make me feel good so i'm going to go do that thing so or, what what do you do I go when, running. I, for me, running is a huge empowerment hack, and I have to say, part of it is because I don't, I don't really enjoy running. I mean, it's <laughs> it is it is really hard for me mm. to get out the door and to get you know to start the run, but I love the way that it makes me feel. Mm-hmm. You know, and and from a logical standpoint, I know it's good for my health and my cognitive you know functioning and everything and all that stuff. But part of it is it was hard for me to go and do this, but I'm out here and I'm doing it, and it makes me feel stronger. And so, you know, I know that when I'm not feeling strong in life, if I can just get myself out the door on a run, I'm going to feel so much better and so much more empowered. And without fail, I come home and or, or back to wherever I'm at, and I'm able to tackle whatever it is that I've been struggling with. Yeah, if, if it's something that, that uh, is, well, question, so... Is it still difficult for you, even though also you're not feeling well, you're kind of like down and then you go out running. Mm -hmm. But how about the next time when you go out running? Is it still something that you have to get out of your comfort zone to go running? So I wouldn't say that it's out of my comfort zone, but it's hard to do. It's a challenge. Okay. And I think that there, you know, in terms of empowerment, getting out of your comfort zone is hugely empowering. But any, any challenge that you take on and then you succeed with, especially Mm -hmm. you say, Hey, I did that. Yeah. I didn't feel like I could, but I did that. And that gives you a sense of empowerment. And so running is a big one for me. You know, the other one that just come, comes to mind as we were talking, because I like to listen to music while I'm running, but also just in general, uplifting music. You know, if I'm trying to work on something and I'm having trouble getting myself going, then turning on some loud, uplifting music boosts my spirits and makes me feel more empowered and energetic to get things done. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> That brings me to when I listen to music is when I'm in a traffic jam and I'm, I'm about to have a temper tantrum, then I turn on music <laughs> because yeah. that's also something that calms me down. I'm, then I'm happy and it's, mm-hmm. it's uplifting and I don't get upset and get stuck in negative moments or emotions or thinkings. So it helps with the mindset it and it helps you feel more in control of yourself. Exactly. Right. You're better able to regulate your emotional thing which is part of self-awareness right so yeah so there we have it you know our three key ingredients if you will to empowerment or self-empowerment self-awareness a big part of that focusing on strengths and Mm -hmm. utilizing strengths mindset and then defining a goal and actions to go out and get it and do you remember last season peggy in one of the instagram posts i talked about whooping do you remember that one yeah (laughs) So there, and, and this is my favorite way of defining a goal, you know, d- 
it was designed by Gabriela Oettinger, who's a psychologist, and it's called WHOOP. So wish, outcome, obstacle, and plan, mm -hmm. right? And define what is it that I wish? What is that thing that I really want to achieve in my life? And then thinking about the outcome. How am I going to feel when I get there? Mm -hmm. And then the obstacles, what might get in my way? And those might be internal or external obstacles. And then the plan. Right. If blank happens, I will blank do this. And this is such a concise way of defining goals and the actions to help get you to those goals that I find that whole method in and of itself and empowering. What I find empowering about that is really that thinking of how will I feel when I achieve that goal? Mm -hmm. That's to me so empowering because I can come up with anything that I want in that very moment and I could just be that person right yeah. if I achieve that that if you can envision that and if you can really feel that that's so empowering yeah absolutely so anyway some things to leave you with so go out and whoop something today and you can whoop big things and you can whoop small things in your life and then think about what are your hacks You know, when you're not feeling empowered, what are the quick things you can do? And whether that's go sitting in a restaurant by yourself and getting over it and kind of collecting the impulses and the energy around you or going for a run or whatever else that you do. There are always quick things that we can do to feel a little bit more empowered and that can help us to tackle the bigger goals in life. And we would love to hear from you what you do if you're feeling down. Write it in Instagram, write us a, a note, and we would be so interested to hear from you and, and share your ideas and share what you're actually doing. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if we can all collect a whole bunch of different hacks that we could use when the moment is right to feel more empowered and to, to help build our self-empowerment, that'd be great. So drop us a comment. We'd love to get that. And maybe, you know, Peggy, I know that you wrote down a couple of things of, you know, what is, what is self-empowerment for you? Yeah, it is. It's taking charge of your destiny, of where you're going to go. And it's making those positive choices. It's taking action. And where, where you want to end up, that's where you're taking your actions and where you go. And be confident and believe in your abilities. Yeah, that being confident and believing in your abilities, that's a big one. And I'm actually doing a coaching certification right now. And this is a huge element of the coaching is how to, you can get somebody's self-efficacy to increase. And self-efficacy is that idea that you believe in your own capabilities, which is such a huge part of empowerment. And if I were, you know, if I were going to put a one sentence summary around it, then I would say that self-empowerment is when people believe that they are able to help themselves to really maximize the quality of their life. And that's why, you know, for Alpha Vibkin, self-empowerment is all about what we are because we want to help you create your best life. Exactly. So go for it, girls. Thanks for joining us today. And we are so excited to have you along for the journey for the rest of season two and beyond. There's lots more exciting stuff coming. Don't forget to check out the detox program in the Alpha Vibian webpage in our yes. shop. Yep. Um, and we've got a great pamper you package up there for you as well. And we will be talking to you again soon. Talk to you soon. If you like this episode, give us a like and a follow. And we'd love to hear from you in the comments. You'll find Alpha Vibian on Instagram and Facebook and can get in touch with us there too. Thanks and get out there and crush it.